Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. I am Blend, and I certainly do count it a privilege and an honor to be here with you today on this, the 19th episode of our podcast. Well, what's going on for today? Speech therapy. We've been talking about it for a few weeks now, and the conversation does continue. So what we're going to be doing this week is taking a look at a couple of areas where speech does affect our everyday lives. So you all know what to do now. Go ahead and use this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. For the next 20 minutes or so, Blend Encourages You is coming to you with Speech Therapy Part 4, The Words of My Mouth. That's what's coming up next. BCU family. So we're going to get into our speech therapy for this week, the words of my mouth, and we are in speech therapy part four. Just want to take a few moments to address those who are just landing on this podcast for the first time. So because we are in a series and we are in part four, it would be advantageous to you, if you can, to listen to the first three parts. So there are a couple of ways in which you can do that. If you are on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, you can head out to where it says Series and Studies. And among some of the other studies that are there, you'll see Speech Therapy listed there in sequential order. So you can go ahead and listen to those and then circle back to Part 4. Similarly, if you are listening on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, you can just check out the main listing. All the podcasts are listed in sequential order. Go ahead back and listen to parts one, two, and three, and then loop back to part four. We want you to get the most out of our series. Okay? Amen. Amen. So, BCU family, let's start off with our anchor scripture. And that is as follows. Let the words of my mouth And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And that's found in the book of Psalms 1914. So over the last few weeks, we've been talking about speech therapy and how it starts right in the heart. We took a look at the wicked hearts of Haman in Esther chapter 3 and royal couple Jezebel and Ahab in 1 Kings chapter 21. We also took a look at some of the effects of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And those scriptures are located in 1 John chapter 2. So now that we have our hearts in order and our minds clear, or we might be still working on that, and that's okay, 
What we want to do is to look at how we communicate and the severity of not communicating God's way. You know, a few years back, I saw just a little bit of a movie called 1000 Words. It was on TV and Eddie Murphy was the star of this particular movie. And while I didn't see the entire movie, I believe that the premise was he talked so badly and so much (laughs) that someone he had made a deal with, probably a pretty rotten deal, had this tree pop up and it had a thousand leaves on it. So every time Eddie Murphy's character spoke a word, a leaf fell off the tree. The situation was, once all the leaves fell off, it was time for Eddie Murphy's character to die. So um, that character got really careful about the words that he started to speak and only spoke when it was needful. I didn't see the end, so I'm not quite sure what happened. I may have to catch that. So (laughs) while this was a fictional movie, there is some merit to the notion that we have a responsibility over the words we speak. The word tells us this. Either make the tree good and its fruit good or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Now, I'm just going to pause here for a moment. This is out of the book of Matthew, chapter 12, and that's verse number 33. And here, Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees. He called them a brood of vipers and said, How can you, being evil, speak good things? For it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. And you all know that we've been talking about the heart and making sure that that's right so that our speech is right. Jesus goes on to say that a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. So there's only two sides here, good or evil. And what really stuck in my heart was the next line that Jesus said. And this really does line up with that movie I was talking about. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account for it in the day of judgment. For by your words, you are justified And by your words, you will be condemned. And again, that's Matthew chapter 12, verses 33 through 37. So family, we have to give an account for every idle word that we speak. The Greek phrase for idle word is rhema argos, meaning careless, inactive, or unprofitable words. Now that is something to think about. 
So while we are, are pondering this in our hearts, you know, think about how many careless or non-profitable words we speak on a daily basis. I don't know about you, but now that we know this, now that we're aware of it, it's really time to make sure that the words that we sow yield a profit. Now, mind you all, this is not to say that we do not speak up against sin, injustice, and anything, you know, questioning something that bothers you. It doesn't mean we don't get angry or upset or that we don't talk over a struggle or a challenge with a godly friend. So we're not saying that. It's how are we discussing what we're talking about? How are we expressing ourselves? You know, are we doing it with a pure heart, pure intentions? You know, if so, if we're careful with our wording, then nothing unwholesome or idle will come out of our mouths. Where the problem starts is when we start to get bashing folks, you know, name calling, gossipy, messy. You know, these are the things that come out of an unclean heart. And that's where we can get into trouble. So let's take a look at some of the things that come out of our mouths when our speech is undisciplined. All right, so undisciplined, careless, idle speech. One thing that tends to happen to many of us is something that I like to call loquaciousness. Yes, loquaciousness. And really, that's a fancy word for talking too much. (laughs) So let's talk about that a little bit with thoughtless talk. Now, Proverbs 29 and 11 reminds us that a fool utters all his mind, but a wise man keeps it in or holds it back until afterward. So a wise person thinks about what they're saying rather than just blurting out how they feel. So really, it is unwise to go off on folks to give them a piece of your mind, you know, I just had to get it off my chest, etc., and so on. Now, there will be times where we need to speak up, no doubt about it. We just need God's wisdom and to follow his direction for the proper timing. So with that, um, there is a little story that I'd like to tell. I had an incident um, a while back on a job where a co-worker uh, seemed like they wanted to play uh, what I like to call stump the chump with me. <laughs> In other words, when I gave a directive, they overrode that directive in front of everybody. Now, I'm sure that you all understand how that feels. And I will admit that I was probably as hot as a firecracker on the 4th of July. I am so grateful that it turned out that we took a break shortly after uh, this particular incident happened. And I went straight to the throne of grace. I had to get by myself for a few minutes and ask the Lord to help me to calm down and how to, you know, work the situation out 
with this particular individual. You know, and I know that that's a trigger for me. Correcting is one thing. It's a lot different when you're correcting someone in a challenging way, in an authoritative manner and tone in front of other people. So that's something that I just don't fancy. So anyway, I'm not sure if uh, this particular person sent something or if the Lord tapped them on the shoulder. But prior to class starting back up again, they did come to me and ask me if there was anything that could be done differently or something along those lines. I don't remember the exact wording. And with the grace of God, I was able to politely tell the person what they did and how it made me feel. They assured me that it wasn't intentional and it it got somewhat straightened out. I, I probably would have done things a little differently, but nonetheless, that's okay. Bottom line is, is that the Lord worked it out. Who knows what may have come out if I had responded to this person right in front of everyone. Could have compromised my witness, displeased God, and may have been chastened, not may have, would have been chastened for being disobedient. So we just thank God for his grace working there. So the bottom line is, is that we may be justified in feeling wronged or angry about something or with someone, we need to pause and pray before we say. All right, so next up is long talk. (laughs) All right, we've got a scripture for that as well. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. And that's in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. So listen, BCU family, do you know anyone who just talks and talks and talks and talks and talks? Do you play dodgeball when you see them? hoping to avoid a long, drawn-out, fruitless conversation? Do you already have something planned or time your meeting with the chatterbox so that you have to go by a certain time? Or are you the chatterer? And you know what? Sometimes that is, it is what it is. So we have to recognize, you know, if we are avoiding the chatterer or if we are the chatterer. In either case, the Lord can help us out. So with with talking and and telling stories and, and telling your situations, you know, it is one thing if we're talking about things that are wholesome and edifying. And do not get me wrong here. No, not everything is serious. So we can laugh and enjoy and and have some fun with things. No doubt about that. What happens in this case, for the most part, for many of us who avoid the chatterer, it's the content of the conversation. That's the issue. It's repetitious, long-winded, disjointed, hard to follow, can get gossipy, slanderous, messy, details get added, and idle words can start to creep in. So the word is not dissuading us from talking 
to someone about concerns or situations, seeking godly counsel, or even venting. We want to be sure that we take things to the Lord first and then ask him if we should go to talk to so-and-so. And and when we go to talk to the folks that the Lord has assigned to us or whatever the case may be, we want to tell our story with as much brevity and detail as possible. And before you launch into your story, just be sure to ask the individual if this is a good time for them or how much time they have to talk. You know, that concept, asking someone if they have the time to speak to you at the moment, we talk about that um, in a class that I teach at work. And to be honest, I don't know before I started teaching that if I was ever conscious about checking with people time-wise to see if it was a good time for them. I think I just sort of plopped on down and started talking. And while that may be okay, you know, if we don't check in with the person that we are speaking with, we don't know the responsibility that the hearer may have and how flexible their schedule may or may not be at that time. You know, perhaps when you go in to tell your story, you didn't come up for air long enough to hear the person that you're speaking to say, you know, I've got a doctor's appointment in 30 minutes. Then, you know, once the person does speak up, we feel a little gypped because we didn't get to tell the story the way that we wanted to or in its entirety, or we feel that the hearer might be insensitive or they don't care. Did we care to ask the person, you know, do you have about 30 minutes or so I really need to talk this out. Is what we're talking about really an emergency? Or can you pray and wait until the hearer can get settled so they can give you their undivided attention? So again, speech therapy goes both ways. If we're going to be talking, we've got to consider the hearer as well. And listen, BCU family, this extends beyond just talking to friends. You know, we've got to think about the speakers. You know, someone tells us, you know, you've got 10 minutes to give a reflection or speak on a topic. Sometimes, you know, we launch into three or four choruses of a rousing song that can go about seven minutes or so. And then we want to start the clock for our 10 minutes. Or perhaps we go to tell an unrelated story with a lot of detail and then we start the topic, which is, is again, supposed to be 10 minutes. Not right to do. Now I know that we have to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way. And he doesn't, you know, God doesn't operate on our timetable. Absolutely not. So, As long as the spirit is moving, then yes, we want to yield to him. Many times it is the flesh, a.k.a. the tongue, or if we really want to look at this, it's a spirit of pride and disobedience where we feel that it is okay for us to disobey the person that's speaking and take more time. 
So this affects not just you, this affects others who have to speak maybe after you or carry on a part of the program once you're complete. Think about the person who might be last speaking um, and they've spent time and effort to prepare their work only to have to cut it, you know, down to two or three minutes because it's time to go. You know, folks are starting to shift in their chairs and, you know, that speaker doesn't have everyone's attention because, you know, they're getting to a point where they're ready to go and it's really discourteous to others on the program. Really here, this is a matter of respect and obedience. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others highly than yourselves. So we need to think about how our actions in our speech, if we're going over the time that someone has given us, how that's going to affect other people. How is your story and telling your story without regard to the hearer and their schedule how is that going to affect them and their responsibilities? Bottom line here, talk long, talk wrong. All right, BCU family. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this podcast. So this week, with the help of the Lord, what we want to do is prayerfully Watch what it is that we are saying. We want to monitor our words for idle, careless, unprofitable speech. We're going to also make sure that we're not speaking thoughtlessly or going over or out of bounds, I guess I should say, when we are speaking to others. So that's what our prayer is for this week and, of course, going forward. And Lord will join us next time as we continue to look at other areas where we may need to ask the Lord to intervene so that we are honoring him with our words. So once again, I am Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. I am so grateful that you stopped by and spent time here today. Thank you so much for doing so. May God bless you. May he keep you and may his face shine upon you. And until we meet again, stay on the wall.